Hi, friends. Today, we're going to talk about being insecure. All right. I'm going to give you my kind of definition of it. And you know, it's like that feeling. Like, I'm going to just go ahead and just start this episode off the bat, bitch. We ain't got no time to waste. What if we die? You know, let's just get into it. So like, there's a couple different versions of being insecure. And everyone's kind of got their own. But like, I'm talking about the insecure feeling of like, you just have something wrong with you that you don't know what it is, where that comes from, and then also feeling insecure with like all kind of shit and what leads to that feeling. I'm not going to give too many tips about confidence and like how to be more confident. That can be its own episode in itself. But for this one, I want to dig into like the whole topic of being insecure and feeling like you have something wrong with you and then how to combat that and like how to stop doing that. So in truly old fashion, we're just going to go into how you got fucked up as a kid, (laughs) basically. So my whole thing that I've learned about feeling insecure was that anytime something bad would happen to me, I would make it mean that something was wrong or bad about me. And a lot of times there's situations where you can't control what's going on or you don't have an explanation. And when I was younger, I just adopted that. So every time something would happen, it was just like, oh, it's my fault. Like taking accountability, taking blame for it, shit like that. But also it was like, oh, it's because something's wrong with me. Like when someone didn't pick me or I felt like my parents liked someone else's kids more than me. Like, I would just be like, oh, like, there's just something wrong with me then or whatever. But that led into a lot of bad shit. But telling myself it was about me just became my go to thought process. Like anytime something bad happened, it's like, oh, it's because of me. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. There's just something wrong with me whenever there wasn't an explanation. But a lot of the times when I was younger, I didn't ask for an explanation. I didn't know that like there was any other explanation other than there was something wrong with me and that it was my fault. And I know a lot of people struggle with that. So that's why I want to open up and dive into this whole topic with the whole insecurity thing. And I plan to come on here and tell you guys my theory and what I learned from myself. But I took it a step further and I Googled it and I started like researching it and talking to some people. And I realized this is actually like a common thing and like a common phenomenon for a lot of people. So when I was younger, telling myself, oh, there's just something wrong with me put the blame onto me. So like when I didn't understand why a situation was going on or something hurt me or someone like treated me bad, I didn't know why they did it. But telling myself, oh, it's because of something's wrong with me or something, I did something wrong or it's just me. Telling myself that put the responsibility on me. And what that does is gives me a sense of control over the situation. Because if I'm the issue, I can change. I can figure out what's wrong with me and I can fix it. And then this won't happen anymore. These bad things won't happen anymore. People won't treat me bad anymore. Because like I've mentioned before, like I had a tough childhood with bullying and I couldn't understand why people bullied me and just fucking hated me and wanted to make fun of me so bad and wanted to like hurt me. So that was a thought process I kind of went for. And then I turned the blade at myself and I was like, I'm going to figure out what the fuck is wrong with you, kid. I was like, we're going to figure out what's wrong with us so that people stop hurting us. And that right there will make you feel more empowered than facing the reality of 
people just are treating me bad or I don't have any control over this situation. Like you're facing powerlessness when you don't know what's going on or someone hurts you or someone does something when you don't know why and you don't know anything you can do to stop it. That was my only way of claiming a sense of power and feeling empowered about the situation I was in and the way I was being treated. And when I said I looked into this, this is a common phenomenon in people that are raped and people that are attacked and abused and like beaten. Some rape victims will say, oh, it was my fault. I wore a slutty dress. Oh, it was my fault. I shouldn't have like been nice to this guy. Oh, it was my fault. I got kidnapped in a parking lot. I should have been more aware of my surroundings. People that do this are doing the same thing that I was doing because it's easier to look at the situation like it was my fault than for someone that's been raped to look at the situation and say, yeah, I was powerless and someone raped me. That's a lot harder to face and accept and deal with. And that will make you like deconstruct your entire sense of safety and well-being in the world and your hope in humanity. Like looking at a situation like you were just abused just fucking because like that will fuck with you to try to face that. So a lot of people do this whole, oh, it's something about me. There's something wrong with me. That's a common like coping mechanism, I guess we could say. But my situation was a little bit different because there was no explanation for what was going on with not being chosen, not being treated good, not being wanted. I just kept saying, oh, it's because there's something wrong with me. There must just be something wrong with me. I don't know. And I didn't have anything to base that off of. I had no idea what was wrong with me, but I just told myself, oh, there must be something because of the way people are treating me. And then that led me to believe that something was just innately and internally wrong with me and I'm doomed until I figured it out. And that's what led me to fucking myself up and completely losing myself and who I am and any sense of self that I had from a very young age. So I tried to become everything that everybody else wanted, especially my parents. You guys see so much range in my personality and range and everything about me. It's because I've done so much shit trying to gain approval and I've changed myself in so many ways and I've become so many different versions of myself and I've just tried so hard to gain the approval from others since I can remember that I lost myself and it got to the point where I kept telling myself like when I would become a new version of myself because I thought that's what my parents would want. I would still feel the same, like not prioritized, not really wanted. And then I would just tell myself the same thing. Oh, it's just because there's something wrong with me. Let me try something else. Let me try something else. And then I got to a point where I was so frustrated of like, what the fuck is the something else? Like, I don't know what else to try anymore. Nothing's working. So I had to look at the way I was thinking about shit and telling myself that there's something wrong with me. Because that belief served me for a long time. Telling myself that served me for a long time and made me feel better and more empowered about a situation I could not change. Now I'm able to change it. And then when I moved into this mindset of like, I do have control and I can change things. That's when my belief that used to make me feel empowered made me feel disempowered. Because now when something would go wrong, I'm saying now, but like in the recent past, When something would go wrong, I would just say, oh, it's because something's wrong with me. And it would make me feel powerless because I'm like, fuck, like I did everything right. And there's just something wrong with me that's just holding me back and preventing me. 
So I had to reevaluate. And that's really what it was. I just got up against so much frustration and I was trying and it's like I had to start looking for other solutions to my problem. I had to start looking at other shit. And what I mean by other shit is the meanings I was assigning to situations. So there were some times in my childhood where I keep saying my parents just because it's easy to just spit that out. But really anybody in my childhood, my aunt, my uncle, I was very close with my aunt. Like she put herself in my life and tried to shove herself in the mom role and like manipulated me into certain things like when you're a kid you're easily manipulated and I was very very attached to my aunt and then one day I woke up and she had abandoned me and moved to Pennsylvania so I've had this fucking issue with everyone even with friends like I've said before in the podcast I've never felt someone's favorite I never dated really like in school growing up I never fucking dated until I'm 21 and that relationship was a goddamn motherfucking shit show which we will not talk about But I did have to own up to the way that I was perceiving situations in the past of like, oh, I'm not good enough. That was also being clouded by my judgment because there were situations that were not as personal as I thought. And I had to own up to that, which sucks. And it's not easy to do. And it's kind of painful. But you have to do it if you want to actually fucking grow and get through shit. But the main thing I want to say first is... The only way out of this, and if you have this belief, or if you have a sense of insecurity, or if you just feel like everything going wrong is has something to do with you, and it means something is bad or wrong about you, what you need to do is start seeing and looking for the other possibilities that don't have anything to do with something being wrong with you. But I'm going to give you a couple examples of like straight up real life things that have happened to me. And then the one breaking point I had where my whole mindset flipped about being insecure and feeling like I had something wrong with me. Like I had to come face to face with it. And I'm going to tell you a situation that rocked the shit out of me to make me do that. Okay. So one of my first small examples, an insecure person be making every goddamn thing mean something bad about them or just something bad in general. Because how I used to be when, like, say I was texting someone, like I had met someone and I was texting them and I was excited to talk to them. And it's like, if they were taking a little bit too long to respond, I would start thinking, oh my God, they don't like me anymore. Oh my God, they don't like me. Oh my God, I'm annoying them. Oh fuck. Like I would just start getting really insecure about them even liking me. And I would start tripping the fuck out just because they wouldn't text me back. I'd be like, Oh my God, they don't like me anymore. They're, they're ignoring me. Like I would get like that. But then me now, like after growing up and like growing out of that mindset, I'll throw other possibilities out to myself. Like, Oh, maybe they're busy. Maybe they're doing something. Maybe they're in the shower. Maybe they're wiping their fucking ass. You know, like you never know what someone's doing. So if someone's not texting you back, don't automatically catastrophize and be like, oh my God, it's something about me. They don't like me. Take the me out of it. Start looking for other explanations that have nothing to do with you. Just stop immediately attacking yourself when something doesn't go the way you want. So my next example that's kind of small is like if you're driving down the road and a car cuts you off. Someone that's insecure is going to make it mean something about them. Like, ah, like they're going to take it personal. It's possible that that car just spotted you and was like, fuck them. I don't like them and cut you off. But you don't know if that's the truth. But an insecure person is automatically going to assume that. 
So what you need to start doing is looking for, okay, is that the truth? Or could a possibility be that this person is just in a rush and they're not looking around. They're not seeing who's in their way. They're in a rush to get somewhere and they're just trying to get there. And they're not worrying about who's in their way. And any other car that was in my spot, they would have got cut off too. Look for other ways to see situations as not as personal and as not as like of an attack on you. Oh, one more little example that happened yesterday. And I'm very conscious of this at the gym. Um, I read something funny on my phone and I laughed like out loud. Like I literally laughed. Like I was laughing and this person walking by me like looked down and got like really insecure because I assume that they thought I was laughing at them. So I pulled my phone up and made sure they knew I was looking at something on my phone. So from their perspective, if they're an insecure person, they're going to assume that I'm laughing at them because I'm just laughing. An insecure person is going to tell themselves that. They're going to be worried that you're laughing at them when you're actually not. You know what I mean? Like, I used to be that motherfucker. Like, anytime someone would look at me funny, I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at, bitch? Like, that's what I would think in my head. Or if I was on an insecure day where I was, like, sad, I would be like, oh, fuck, what are they looking at me for? Do I look ugly? Do I look bad? Yada, yada. Like, it just depended, like, the mood I was in of how, which way I was going to take it. Was I going to get aggressive and secure? Or was I going to get sad and secure and start, like, nitpicking myself and being like, oh, my God, do I look okay? Do I look like shit? Is something wrong? But start looking for things in your environment. Like that guy that thought I was laughing at him yesterday. Like if you could have seen my phone in my hand, you could have thrown yourself the possibility. Oh, maybe he's laughing at me or maybe he's laughing at something on his phone. He has his fucking AirPods in. Maybe he's listening to a funny podcast. Maybe he's listening to a wedding act, baby. (laughs) You get my point. Okay, now I want to move into the fucking riveting realization that I have, the shit that rocked me and like knocked me on my ass. And I literally got this mindset beat out of me. So what happened was with my app. So when I started my app, I was like, okay, I see what's on the market. I see the other apps that are like my app that are notification based and send like positive things. I have the app positive focus. So if you want to download it, you can, I'll put the link in the description of this. But it's basically an an app for notifications of like just new perspectives and positive messages to come to your phone every day. So I wanted to start an app like that. I saw it was on the market and I was like, I'm going to top this easily. Like what I'm about to make and the shit that I could make and the quotes that I could share would be so much fucking better. Like this is what I like. I could make something that people actually would feel better with because the notifications I was getting from the other apps were like weak sauce. They like sucked and they didn't really do shit. So. I wanted things that would actually make people think and would actually like help their life. So I was like, I'm going to make it. So I made the app and I was trying to get it like out there. I'm like, obviously I can see that my app is 10 times better quality of what it's sharing than these other apps. And these other apps have like millions of fucking downloads and millions of users. Like it was insane. And I was struggling to even get like, a hundred downloads on my app. So I was trying all these different avenues of like ways that I could figure out how to gain like awareness of my app and like get it out there to people. So I was posting about it on my social media, but I didn't have near the following that I have now. Like it was a very small following. So one thing I was doing was every single day I was going on to the email lists 
of different counselors and psychologists and therapists in all different cities all over the United States. And I was sending around two to 300 emails every day to different therapists for two months straight. And I was sending them an email basically saying like, hi, just letting you know that like I'm the creator of this app and I'm informing you about it so that you can share it with clients as a free resource if you want to. Like just letting you know that this uh, app is available. Uh, Check it out if you get a chance. Let me know your thoughts. Yada, yada. Like I just offered it and like made a lot of people aware of it that are in the mental health space so that they could recommend it to clients and I could help myself grow. You know, like I was trying to be very smart with the way that I was doing this. And I was just being very genuine. So I was doing that for two months. I was sending two to 300 emails a day and my app was not growing. And I was trying to post about it. I was trying to advertise in other ways. I made a Facebook page. I was paying for Facebook ads. I was doing everything I was supposed to do according to the YouTube videos that I was watching for Facebook ads. But I was not getting shit for fucking like, return on the ads. So I was getting very like hopeless and I'm just like, God fucking damn, bro. Like everything that seems to work for everybody else, I'm doing it times 10 and it's not fucking working. Like, holy shit. Like I was running the fuck out of my Facebook ads and I was sending the fuck out of some emails to these goddamn therapists and counselors. And my app was just not growing. Like it just wasn't cracking any downloads. I was getting so hopeless And my app didn't have anyone upgrade on it for six months. That wasn't my like friends or family. So like they all supported me, but I got no actual like new upgrades or downloads on my app. And mind you, I didn't have excess money to be throwing at this shit. Like I completely stopped going out and hanging out with friends. I fucking was like a hermit for like four months. And I didn't go out to eat. I didn't go out to see anybody. And that's when I like cracked down and lost a bunch of weight is because I had no fucking reason to go out and do shit. Like I was like, okay, if I'm going to eat at home, I'm at least going to meal prep and eat healthy. So I didn't fucking hang out with anybody. I didn't see anyone. I didn't fucking do shit. I didn't spend money on shit. I didn't shop. I didn't eat out. I didn't buy anything. I wasn't going out. I wasn't buying drinks. I literally was saving as much money as I could so I could put it into this fucking app and the Facebook ads. But my whole point with like sending all the emails is like, that's something that I could do for free. Like I was trying to exhaust everything I could do for free because I didn't have the fucking money to be throwing at this. But it seemed like the emails weren't working. I eventually stopped emailing the counselors every day because I'm like, this is taking up too much of my fucking time. So I was like, I'm going to start getting into Facebook ads and finding ways to really figure out how to do this shit because clearly learning from these fucking YouTube faggots ain't working. So I was like, let me read some books. Let me do some like, let me do a course on advertisement and talk to some people that are in this space and I can actually learn from it. So I spent some time learning marketing and advertising, learning Facebook ads, and I still was getting no fucking results. And I was spending hundreds and like getting up into thousands of dollars on Facebook ads. And I was getting like no fucking anything for it. So then I was left in the place of like, okay, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to fucking do. I'm doing the Facebook shit right. It's just not working 
For whatever reason, it's not fucking working. The therapist thing didn't work. I sent thousands of emails over those two months and barely any of them got back to me and nobody like downloaded my app and like got it. So I was like, what the literal fuck? Like I can see logically I'm doing everything right. And then that thought came up. Well, Leo, it just must be because something's fucking wrong with you because I was doing everything that I saw was in my power at the time to achieve the goal that I wanted. And I was like, well, just for some reason, it ain't fucking working for you. So you just got something wrong with you. Like you knew this since you were little, you like, it's just been a thing. So why did you expect it to be any different? And I went into that and I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with me. Like I was at the point where I was like, no way. I'm like, no fucking way. It's me like repelling myself. I'm some kind of like vibrational repellent from what the fuck I want, like success or whatever. And I was just like, bro, like I was so frustrated and it led me to a point of like a fucking meltdown. And then I started thinking. So I said, okay, the app must not be good enough. So I thought about adding the journal prompt section to it. And I was like, okay, what are we going to add after that? And I couldn't think of anything. Like I made my quotes better. I like added more potent shit. Like I was trying my best with the damn thing. And then I was, okay, I'll add the journal prompt section. And then what am I going to do after that? I was like, okay, after I add the journal prompting section, there is no question of the value of my app. So what does that mean? You know, like I saw the value of my app in that moment. I was like, once I make these changes, it's no longer going to be about the problem of the app. Like it's fucking good. And I can obviously see it's better than what's out there. So then I was faced with, okay, if it's not about me, something being wrong with me, and it's not about the quality of my app, because I can clearly see that it's great. What the fuck is the issue? So I realized I need to try to find people that are going to value my app. So I was like, okay, Leo, where are the people that are committed to self-awareness and committed to growth? And I realized in that moment, they're not on fucking Facebook, scrolling Facebook all day where I'm putting my ads. In that moment, I was like, well, damn, like here I was this whole time freaking the fuck out. And like, I wanted to just give up. Because I was like, I'm doing everything right. And there's just something wrong with me. It's just not going to fucking work. Clearly, it's not working. If I entertained that thought and I kept believing that, I would have quit. But the fact that I questioned it and came to this new awareness changed everything for me. Because then I geared my attention toward finding the people that are committed to self-growth. I still don't know where the fuck to find them, but I'm doing better than I was. And I'm starting to see a little bit of like a punch up in my app. And I'm like, finally, like something's fucking finally working, but it's taken a lot of time and it's taken like building my TikTok audience and making videos and finding the people slowly that are going to be able to see the value in my app and appreciate it because these losers on Facebook want the apps that already exist that are just cute little messages that are going to come to you. They don't want things that are going to make you think. People that are distracting themselves from their life on social media and just scrolling mindlessly are not the ones that are going to be able to appreciate the life-changing shit in my app. Like, they don't want to change their life. They want to cope with their life. That's why they got their phone in front of their fucking face and they're scrolling everything, you know? So that whole situation really had nothing to do with me 
as a person or anything being wrong with me at the core. It was about the way I was going about trying to get downloads and people to use my app. Does that make sense? So you can lie to yourself and blind yourself from like the true problem going on if you want. But the whole insecure thing kind of like cracked for me in this moment. And I felt so much more in control. I felt ready to fucking go again. I felt like restarted. It was like a lawnmower died and you just pulled that fucking string and it just restarted. Here I go. It's like I got that refresh and that reboot of like, okay, like I have a whole new perception. I have a whole new like outlook on this shit. Now I'm ready to go. And it's made it a lot easier for me to make things and keep going knowing that it's not an attack on me every time something goes wrong. I look for the other possibilities. But something I find funny about this is in the past, the belief that something is wrong with me made me feel empowered. But now, all that belief was doing was keeping me blind to what was actually in my power and in my control. You know, just a little thing I wanted to throw in here. (laughs) Another thing people struggle with a lot and a lot of people ask me about is trying to grow their social media and grow their TikTok. Girl, I don't know how to work that fucking algorithm. You see me not giving a fuck on TikTok. I don't know how it works. I genuinely don't get it. Like I don't use sounds usually. I don't use captions. I don't use hashtags. I just make a video and throw it up and it fucking does what it's going to do. I don't know how that works. I've tried to look into it and it doesn't make sense to me. Like I I just don't give a shit. I'm just like whatever and I just go for it because TikTok is very unpredictable and very like choosy. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. That's another situation where you need to catch yourself and don't make it mean something about you because you can post a quality ass video. You can post something so funny or something so useful and so good and it just doesn't pick up on the algorithm for whatever reason. It does not mean that what you made was bad. It does not mean that what you shared was bad. People just didn't see it. People, it just, for whatever reason, didn't hit the algorithm. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It does not mean that there's something wrong with the information you shared or the video you posted because I know a lot of people that post really good content and they don't have a lot of followers and I'm one of them because on my life coach TikTok, I have like 166,000 followers, but the information I share, I honestly think is 10 times better than most people that are on there. But I know people that share basic ass cookie cutter fucking information that have a million plus followers. And I'm like, I know what I'm posting is good. And for the people that are actually going to like it, they'll find it. They'll find it eventually. They'll get to it. And I do what I can. I post every day, but it's like, it's helping the people it's meant to help. And my content is shit that's for people that actually want to see their worth, see their value, and see their control. And that's not always pleasant and nice. The other people that are really famous are the ones that are like, oh my god, you should just love yourself. Oh my god, you're beautiful. You're beautiful just the way you are. You need to self-care. You need to take a break. You need to take it easy on yourself. Like they just say that stupid fucking shit that makes you feel good or like the motivation pages. They just say shit for two seconds that makes you feel good for a minute and then it does nothing for you. I say shit that makes you think. I say shit that like will change your whole fucking life if you let it. But I no longer let that affect what I think of my own quality of what I'm posting. Like I know it's fucking good, so it's good. If the algorithm doesn't pick it up, okay, so be it. 
if you're posting shit, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or with something wrong with what you're making. The algorithm is fucking weird. It's a little robot. So don't tell yourself it doesn't like you. It does not know you. It has no personal vendetta against you. It Don't personify it, okay? It's a fucking little algorithm, whatever. But now I'm going to give you an example about dating and rejection and when someone doesn't want you because it's very, very easy to be insecure and try and attack yourself and blame yourself. So when you look at when you like someone and they don't like you back or they don't want to be with you, if you look at that objectively, you do not have to make it mean anything bad about you. You do not have to attack yourself. Here's a stupid fucking example, but it'll illustrate the point. And I might do one that gets a little deeper, but I'm six foot seven. I'm fucking tall. Imagine I like this guy that's five foot nine. Okay. And I'm like, Ooh, I like him. I'm real into him. Like I'm everything he could want. And I like him a lot. Like he's fucking cute. I want to be with him. And like, why would he not want to be with me? Like I can see all the reasons he would want to be with me. You know, like I'd be a great fucking boyfriend. And if this guy comes to me and says he doesn't want to be with me, I would ask why one, but say he just doesn't like tall guys. He's scared of taller guys. He's not sexually attracted to really fucking gigantic guys like me. He wants someone more along the same size as him. That does not mean anything about me. It is simply the fact that he does not prefer something about me. It does not mean it's bad. It does not mean it's wrong. What someone prefers and what someone likes is their preference. People are allowed to have their own preferences. It does not mean that he's attacking me. He's allowed not to like tall guys if he wants a guy his size. That's totally fine. Same with someone that's very outgoing. I'm a very outgoing personality. Some people might not like that. Some people will prefer someone that's more of like introverted and more like a homebody and doesn't socialize like me, which is totally valid. Old me would have turned the knife at myself and been like, you don't need to be so outgoing. You need to fix yourself. And if another guy didn't like the fact that I was tall, I would be pissed that I was tall because I'd be trying to gain the attention from the person that doesn't want me based off something I can't control instead of going directly for people that would want me for exactly what I have to offer. Like there's motherfuckers out there that like tall guys. So if I run across the one short one that I like, but he doesn't like tall guys, so he doesn't want to be with me, whoopee shit. Like whoopee fucking shit. It doesn't mean anything wrong about me. I'm not internally flawed. He just has a fucking preference. Like there's no, nothing about that. People want what matches their preferences and people value what meets their needs. So this boy if he likes short guys, has a need of having a short boyfriend. I can't meet that need for him. It does not mean I can't meet other needs for him. It does not mean I'm useless. That's just one need that he has that I can't meet. So it makes us incompatible. Just because you can't meet every need for somebody, it does not mean you're useless. You just need to find the people with the needs that you meet. But if you feel the need to go at yourself and change yourself for someone, that means that you don't think that there's more people. You're operating from a mindset of lack and that this is the only motherfucker you'll find that you like. And you convince yourself this is the only person you could get love from, which is easy to slip into. But I want to reveal that that's kind of a reflection of childhood and how shit felt back then. Because for someone like me, my family 
And my parents, there is a limited amount. There is a limited amount of people that cared about me when I was younger. And there wasn't any, go find another fucking person to take care of you. All I felt like I had was my family. So I was trained with that lack mindset of like, what you have, you make it work. Because there's no one else that will love you. And you figure it the fuck out. So like trying to gain approval from my aunt or my dad or whoever it fucking is. I had one option, which was to change to be what they wanted. And I got the whole message my whole life that I was fucking useless because I wasn't able to meet the needs of certain people. But I didn't know that there was other people I could meet needs for. And that mindset will follow you until you break it. So if you think the way that I used to or you relate to what I'm saying in this, just realize that you are no longer in a house where your options are limited, where there is only a few people that could care about you. You don't have to change for them anymore. You don't have to change for people anymore. You're allowed to be yourself. And I think that's the biggest gift you can give yourself is to put yourself off the hook for trying to force every single person to like you and to want you. I get why you did it, but now that you've listened to this podcast, you got to quit it, babe. You got to knock that shit the fuck off because you're no longer in a space of lack. There's so many human beings you could find and access with needs that you can meet so easily just by being who you are would be enough for them. You just have to find them. But stop convincing yourself that this one person you like, if you're in a situation like this, is the only motherfucker you're going to find because there is plenty more. So that's my little point on rejection is just... Take it in for two seconds. Just hold on and you don't need to change who you are every time someone doesn't like something about you or they don't prefer something about you. Let's just say that. It's not that they don't like you. Start looking at it like they don't prefer this thing. So no matter what it is, whether you got a big fucking nose or you have small lips or goddamn, I'm sorry, babe, if you do, (laughs) but like if there's just any problem, any like quirky thing or anything about you like your personality or what you like to do things you enjoy if someone isn't okay with the fact that you like that it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you for liking it they just don't prefer that and that's okay there's just incompatibility there if you try to force it and be with them anyway that is not going to lead anywhere healthy or good you will fuck yourself up trust me i'm speaking from experience do not try to mold yourself and change into what someone else wants. Go and find the people that want exactly what you have. And I'm someone that was like, where the fuck am I supposed to do that for so long? And then I made a TikTok and I started fucking around. And like I said, I just started being myself. And people loved me just for being me. And I started my podcast and people enjoy me and enjoy hearing what I have to say just to hear what I have to say because it helps them. Like I've finally found some people that get me And appreciate me for exactly who I am. Now, if I would have spent my time and energy trying to fix myself and be everything everybody else wanted me to be, I wouldn't have found you guys. Because I wouldn't have been spending the time and energy I've spent trying to find you and putting myself out there so that you guys could find me. I'm sure you can think of a ton of other examples of how this kind of applies, (laughs) but... These are the ones that I've got, and I hope this episode was helpful, and I hope you guys learned something, because this is the thing that helped me with my whole insecurity thing. Like, just look for the other possibilities that don't mean anything bad about you. 
When you feel negatively about something or you feel hurt by something, that is your signal to question everything you are telling yourself in that moment. That's the time when you get to reflect and figure out all these things that you're telling yourself that are hurting you. That's when you get to question it. So use the hurt as an alarm bell to call yourself out and question what the fuck you're telling yourself. This is one of the most healing things I've ever done for my relationship with myself, one, and one of the most healing things I've ever done for my relationships with other people because I'm no longer fighting for the attention of people that don't want me. I'm no longer trying to prove my worth to people that don't want me. Like if you don't see me, if you don't want me, bye. Go ahead and go on somewhere because I know there's somebody that is. Like once you see that you are valuable and you are able to meet needs for people, when people don't appreciate you, it's going to piss you off because you're going to be like, then get the fuck away from me then, loser. (laughs) I know it sounds like a little hateful, but it is. Like if someone doesn't see who I am, bye. You have no clue. You can't even fathom how much you would benefit from having me in your life. And that's okay. I'm not going to sit here and prove it to you because I'm not going to waste my time on someone who doesn't even see what I have to offer. I'm going to go give that to someone that's deserving and does see what I have to offer and does appreciate me. So yeah, that's my two cents. (laughs) If you like this podcast, I just have one request and it's that you go leave me a five-star rating. Thank you so much. If you want to keep up with me, all of my social media will be linked in the description of this podcast. Also, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, I have now created an application process, so it's no longer just free to schedule. I'm doing applications now to keep up with the demand because it just got too high. So now I'm screening people basically to see who's a good fit and who's not because I want to work with action takers. I want to work with people that are serious about transforming their life because the shit that I say, y'all know. That's what it's for. And where I specialize is with the people that have been looking for answers they can't find and the people that have been trying shit and it's just not working. I'm the person that those people can go to. So if you're interested in that, I will put the link to the application in the description box also. And I want to make it very clear that you've already got what it takes to get through what you're dealing with or to improve your life or to reach your goals. And I'll help you see that. And it's going to be a lot easier when you got me in your corner because that's exactly how I want it to feel. I want it to feel like you have someone that has your back and like I'm in your corner because that's what it is. Like I'm there for you and I'm there to do shit with you. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Please stay safe and take care of yourself. And I will talk to you next Sunday.